0: Production of Pioneer Utility Resources. Story Connect, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers.
1: How can you avoid seven common grammar gaffes that can sink your storytelling? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect podcast. My name is Andy Johns, your host with Pioneer, and I'm joined on this episode by Brenda Dunn, who is the director of communications at NWPPA, the Northwest Public Power Association. Brenda, thank you for joining me.
0: Thank you for having me, Andy.
1: So um, I'm I uh, was crazy enough to ask Brenda at the Nick conference if she had time to record a podcast with me, and she very politely uh, told me she didn't. So we uh, she did say we would follow up and do this. Uh, she was very busy, kind of masterminding that whole conference. So uh, we're gonna um, uh, you know record this episode based on the session one of the Nick talks that Brenda did, which was called seven common grammar gaffes and uh and we'll talk about that but but before we get into those specifically um there are a lot of things you could have talked about why uh, i can talk
0: for days
1: <laughs> so, so why was the uh why was the grammar um the one the topic you felt like was important enough to talk about in your your nick talk
0: Go to a lot of conferences, which I love them all, and they're all great, but no one really addresses the foundation of what we all do, which is writing. And for good writing to be trusted and for it to be credible, you have to have good grammar. And you need to t- catch those typos. You need to have a second set of eyes. I was at another conference earlier this year, and your colleague, Leon, Leon Espinoza, he very simply put it communication builds trust and we need to have trust with our members and if it's not good communication that puts a crack in it and and you've got more more things to do
1: yep so so let's dive into your 7 cuz i want us to have a little bit of time on on each of them um but but go ahead and, and uh i know we're we're talking spacing we're talking hyphens we'll get to those in a minute um but go ahead and lay the first couple First couple of the seven common grammar gaffes on us.
0: The first one I see a lot, and you probably see it as being a cooperative yourself, is that people abbreviate co-op, which is great, but it needs a hyphen because we are not working for chicken coops. Uh, It's a huge pet. I see it all the time. I see ABC coop Coop. working in whatever state. So please put the hyphen. It's it's co-op
1: it's even worse when it's spoken to that if somebody, I mean, says, it's not you know, good. Oh, no, no, no. And, and I the, get the other... it. There's,
0: you see like an email addresses. a lot of people work at .coop. Sure, I get sure, it, but. Sure.
1: And I know Anne Harvey, um, on our team, she, she is a big on the capital O, um, being a no, no on the co-op. So if oh. you're writing it out, like, but you see it sometimes capital C, lowercase O capital hyphen capital O lowercase P. No. Um, yeah, that's wrong. No,
0: I don't. I, that is new to me and I don't like that.
1: Yep. yep. <laughs> um, all right. What's the next one?
0: Next one. This one, I probably see more because at NWPPA, we do 250 training events a year, which include trade shows. Trade show is two words. Trades how trade. is not a word. Please, how. please make it two words or I will circle it on your agenda. So... <laughs> it's, it's true it's happened
1: okay i believe that two words for trade show all right which one's yep. next and, and i guess one, we should say like as you're as you're going through this most of because i know you you work on the bulletin and and some of the other um uh, publications you guys do you're using ap style for most
0: most everything yes. you do, is that correct Okay, that is a very good disclaimer we do follow ap style but we have our nwppa style as well for example being the word nerd that i am And highly educated, I believe the Oxford comma is always and will always be needed. Oh, AP style does not use it, Chicago style uses it. I won't get into this, but please use the Oxford comma. Just saying. But Mm. yes, so all most of these rules are AP style. Obviously, the first couple aren't. I mean, trade show is two words. That's just
1: that's just and
0: that's just the rule, I believe. I was going to say, don't record me on this, but too late. I think late. AP Style follows Merriam Webster. And so that's the Webster of choice, uh, the dictionary of choice. Mm-hmm. So, also my, yeah. of choice. Um, also my
1: Webster so of do, choice. Also my Webster of choice. It's a nice Webster. Given choice yeah. between the Websters. Um, okay. You so, promised me
0: you can cut out dumb things I say, Andy. So please that,
1: that's uh, true. put that on the list. Uh, I don't know if that one counts or not. Curses. Um, so if we're the um, Oxford comma, we, we have fought that fight before. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I
0: know Pioneer does not use it. So I
1: from know. In the newspaper days and from, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the mm-hmm. thing.
0: Um, I know. And people, word nerds will live or die on this one.
1: Oh, yeah. Another uh, very controversial one that I know was on your list was the two spaces after a period. I may be getting your list out of order here. We may have skipped Andy. number three there, but yeah. um, two, spaces, two spaces after a period. Um, yeah. That's, Don't do uh, it. Don't, don't do just it. Don't ever. Ever. Well, I see it all the time.
0: Right. Because you and I, I mean, you're younger than I am, but I feel maybe even in school, you learned to do two spaces. We were taught it. I was taught it in typing class. And then this thing called the internet came about, and people want to save space. Book publishers want to save space. And if you actually take those extra periods out, it saves you space on your websites, it saves you pages of paper. In your books and two spaces has been dead for eons. So but please still... don't do it. it's the first thing I do when I get a news release. I control H, I find and replace all of them and yep. I move on.
1: And, but, but you still see it an awful lot. It's still all the time. That, yeah. All the
0: time. Yep. So, and I, I understand I had to change, but change is okay. Change I had okay. to stop doing the double tap. so it's okay.
1: It's okay. And I think I skipped. Oh, go ahead.
0: They did. Well, I just, my disclaimer, because mm-hmm. I sound very judgy probably. I mean, this is a little bit what they pay me for is to critique I mean, writing, but
1: it was a grammar session. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. a grammar session, but we all make mistakes at the Nick talks. I showed, I showed mistakes that I had made. So this is just so we all can be better and we can all earn more trust and confidence with our members. So I know I poke fun at it, and but it's it's just something we can yeah. all work on doing better with.
1: Yeah. Let he among us who has not uh, ever done a double space throw the first <laughs> double space. I don't know. I don't uh, know. Triple space? I don't, I don't know, know how it goes. A, the metaphor breaks down. It's um,
0: a hyphen or an m dash or an n dash. I, throw one of those. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
1: all right. So I think I skipped your number three on the list because um, I, I think spacing was a little farther down. Did we miss one?
0: We missed one. We missed. So this one is more for the West Coast folks, probably. We see this one more. People talk about Washington State. And they like to clarify that we're not talking about Washington, D.C. But you don't need to do that. If you capitalize the S in Washington State, then you're talking about the Washington State Cougars. I am a duck fan. So Uh I don't like to talk about the Washington State Cougars. But you're talking about a school. Washington State if you live in Washington State, you want a capital W, a lowercase s. So that is one I see a lot. For some reason, you don't see it with Oregon State or Utah State, but it's because there's that
1: there's, there's that a D.C.
0: across yeah. the country and people want to clarify, but you yeah. you don't. I mean, if you're talking about Seattle and Washington State,
1: just so, lowercase
0: to- that s, please.
1: Okay. So, and, and to be clear the the nuance there, you're talking about just the lowercase S. I mean, do you feel like in, in most references, it's okay to still say Washington state or are you, you saying that in most mm. of the time you don't even need that phrase state. You history?
0: don't really need it, but this is about phase. baby steps, Andy. <laughs> okay. so if we can get them to just lowercase the S first and then next we'll get them to move it out of the way. So oh, I
1: gotcha. Okay. All but right.
0: you can't, you can just take it out of the way. And then you don't have to worry about it if it's capped or not. So that's a good shortcut.
1: Yeah, if it's clear from the context, as a uh, as a writer, you know, exactly. it's been edited over and over again. If uh, if it's clear from the context that you're probably not talking about DC, um,
0: you're probably not. Probably, I not. am geographically challenged, but even I will know which coast you're probably talking about. So,
1: all right, you have uh, hyphens on your list as well.
0: Ooh, I, and I just talked about hyphens and m dashes and n dashes, which half yeah. the time I get confused. But Good segue right it was good not even Mm -hmm. planned um so a lot of i mean i think most people know if you've got a modifier a compound modifier which is two words like a first place award you're going to put a hyphen in there to bring to bring them together because they're modifying award but there's a weird rule and i don't even think it's just an ap rule i think it's the grammar gods' rule if there's an l y You don't put a hyphen and because someone thinks the LY somehow makes a hyphen, I don't know. I don't make these rules, but someone made this rule. So if it's a newly created award, you're actually not going to use a hyphen between newly and created. If it's highly regarded newsletters, you're not going to use a hyphen there. But again, if it's an award-winning magazine, such as NWPPA's Bulletin, thank you, Right. then you want to put a hyphen between award and winning so it's just it's a little nuanced but I see it all the time people know they're supposed to put hyphens and modifiers comp and they just hyphen everything so
1: so if you if you see the ly and this is one I know that has gotten me before and I've been I've been uh edited uh, right rightfully so that yeah you see that ly you don't need the hyphen you're good yeah that's it that's it
0: and again I don't know why I really it's strange. So. The
1: next one on your list is one that um, we have been around and around with in a loving way with uh, with folks about when when not to and when to capitalize board and uh, mm-hmm. some of those other words like that. Where what is so? Your, if you're your following
0: there? AP style, oh, I got things to say, Andy. I
1: knew if I knew you're you fa-
0: if you're following AP style. You do not capitalize it if you're just talking about the board of commissioners voted to do blah, blah, blah. If you're talking about the Grays Harbor board of commissioners, that is all that's part of the title. And we're golden. And it's we're going to capital. We're going to initial cap everything. But if you're again, if you're talking about board of commissioners voted to do that's just a noun. That's all that is. It's like whale or fish or lemur. It's just a noun. It doesn't get capped. But my disclaimer, which I said at the Nick, Mm -hmm. please do not go back and start a fight with your execs. If their style guide and their preference is they want general manager, always capitalized or president or board, choose your battles, people. However, if you want to go by AP style, like we do at NWPPA, those should not be capitalized.
1: Yeah, so. and People just to, like to clarify, capitalize
0: things.
1: Yeah, it's true. I mean, they're important, and I, and I've, the argument I've had with Communicator, a, a loving, I will say, discussion, not argument. Um, well, you know, the board's very important, so we should capitalize it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I get that, but like, spring and summer are very important, well, and we don't capitalize them. We don't. Um, I mean, Earth. Oh, I, like I don't think AP style. I don't think we even capitalize Earth. Um, so, so that
0: depends. It depends if you're talking about you're standing on the Earth or yeah, if, if you're is. looking at Earth from Mars, if you're talking about the planet. So. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, this language stuff is uh, it's fascinating. So, and I
0: only so you're going to stump me at some point because I I wish I knew all the grammar. I wish I, I wish whoa. I was Will Shorts, but I yeah. also do read the AP style for fun because it's fascinating <laughs> to me.
1: Wow. you're You're worse than I thought. Um, I I did record a podcast recently with Pam Blair, um, at our office and she's been doing it for 27 years as she retires, 28 years. Um, Mm -hmm. and she said that even after that, she, when she edits, she edits with the AP style book right there. And she's, you know, she's having to look stuff up all the time, even after all the time,
0: all the time. Uh, I still can't bachelor's degree, bachelor degree. I still like, which one are you capping? Which one are you not? And trusty AP style. So. Well, then part
1: of it, um, part of it is they've changed things over time, which, which brings us to the next word that we'll go to in a minute. But I did want to clarify on the Board of Commissioners things, it, when you were saying Board of Commissioners or the, the Grays Harbor Board of Commissioners, when you've got the full formal title, that's when you're going to capitalize it. Yes. And it's a less formal reference and you're just talking about, you know, the Board of Commissioners um, exactly. without the full formal name. That's when Correct. you're going to lowercase. Yep.
0: Correct. Okay.
1: As we alluded to a minute ago, some words uh, in the AP style change over time. And this is one when I was in journalism school, we, uh, internet was one that was always capitalized. Mm -hmm. And uh, we write about it because it was big
0: and new and shiny back then. So,
1: (laughs) right. But now, uh, and this is one that trips me up all the time internet is no longer capitalized.
0: Andy, it is no longer capitalized. Neither is web or website intranet i don't think was ever capped so that one which was weird because you capitalize internet but not intranet it was confusing all of those now are just lowercase no no initial cap it's kind of email has also trans like transformed over the years i think bat used to be a cat initial cap e and that's mm. just yeah because it's that, not it's new and shiny be... anymore
1: yeah, the exception would be formal names, of course, like you know, Hood River Electric and Internet Co-op, or I think is their their title. So if you got a, it's if it's in a formal name, um, you know, if you're then you know name of a product or something where it's a, a brand, if you're somebody who sells internet service and whatever, then Correct. different story. Correct. But when we're generally speaking about the internet or internet service, um, lower.
0: No, yeah, if Hood River provides internet service, that's going to be a lower lowercase i. So, but yes, yeah, so if you're talking about Hood River Electric and Internet Co-op, which has the hyphen, because I love my Libby Kelnon. Uh, she knew that right. they abbreviated co-op for their official title, but she's got that hyphen. So
1: And then you had a bonus one that you mentioned, which is another one that has changed, um, just true. like Internet. So language is changing. What's your it bonus? It is changing.
0: It is changing. I have had the privilege the last few years to go to ACES. Um annual conference which is the American Copy editor Society which are basically the folks behind AP style. So every like year they release bunch. oh it's <laughs> it's 800 introverts plus me. It's great. <laughs> All right. But they release the AP style changes every year at this conference and I think it was 2019 when I went. They announced if you're following AP style, you are no longer to spell out percent. So you would no longer put two, five percent spelled out. They have gone back to the percent sign symbol, to which I am not joking. There were people clutching their pearls, gas, people typing frantically when they made this change. Because if you follow AP style religiously, you always had to spell it out. And it was kind of silly, but change happens. And now you can use the percent sign unless you're using percentage. If you're talking about the percentage of the population, then you still want to spell it out, obviously. So,
1: and that's one that has, has tripped me up before too. On When, when you're talking about a percent, when you're talking about a percentage, um, mm-hmm. that's a whole a whole other discussion, but
0: it is. So, so those are your seven,
1: the seven common uh, grammar gaffes. I appreciate you running through those. The last thing I wanted to do since you were kind of the, uh, like I said earlier, the mastermind behind, uh, of course, working with a committee and stuff, but um, an amazing person,
0: committee an amazing I mean. staff, amazing sponsors, Andy Johns. Thank you. Uh,
1: um, what they, uh, you know, you were, you were there, you were out in the hall, you were uh, talking to a ton of folks um, there in Anchorage for the Nick um, conference. What were, uh, what were some of your takeaways? What were some of the stuff that that you heard? What were uh, some of the lessons learned and um, you know, congratulations on a great conference once again, but Thank um, you. As we wrap up here, what uh, what were some of the takeaways that you had?
0: I would say, and honestly, I'm not um, just flattering the podcast host, but your session about how to talk to different generations, our evaluation forms blew up over this one because for folks who weren't there, you had about four 20 something year olds who knew nothing about public power, who did not know they were members of co-ops who did not know the difference between an IOU and a um, consumer-owned utility. And a takeaway from that was we have a lot of work to do to communicate to the younger generations what we do in public power and the services we provide them and how being a cooperative is a great thing. And it's a part of their community and it's locally owned. So that was one huge takeaway that we have a lot of work to do. We need to communicate better to the next generations who weren't there when the lights got turned on. So
1: that might be uh, pandering, but i'll uh, I'll accept it. Thank Fine. you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I,
0: kind of you. it was a great session eye- opening and a little terrifying. Another great session we had was Damien Radcliffe returned, and this year he talked about misinformation which how do you counter all of the information that's out there about energy, about solar, about your cooperative, about your utility? And he had great takeaways, you know, know when to fight back, know when to just leave the trolls alone, know how to counter them with facts and have those ready. So that was another one that we heard about a lot in the hallways. And then I would say I was, it's not a communications Um, topic at all, but we closed out the conference talking about mental health and about stress. And as we know, these last few years, especially for communicators have been crazy and have been hectic and have been hard. And we had someone from Providence Health talk about how to find your calm, how to find your workplace home life balance, how to not do 80 hours of work a week and just how to find your find your calm which we a lot of people thanked us on our evaluations for having that and for addressing the topic so
1: very cool. Yeah. I was just yeah. sitting here thinking, uh, I don't remember being in on that one, but I realized that was out. Um, uh, I was working on, uh, on some other projects. So maybe it was even more important <laughs> that I should have been there. Maybe you maybe
0: should have been there. <laughs> so you go. were there, Andy, what was one of your takeaways?
1: Well, I think, I mean, it's always just such a, uh, a good group of folks. Um, you know, just hearing, you know, networking. I really enjoyed the branding session. That was like the bonus one after mm-hmm. the, uh, after the main kind of, part of the terrific. conference uh, when the folks from Meridian um talked through the way that they rebranded and you know we're we're right in the middle of either i guess debranding more with consolidating some of the brands that that we have here with uh, at pioneer um with you know arc and word south so that one was was you know particularly meaningful to me just to hear from uh, everything they went through getting their team on board uh, all of that so also you know good sessions all the way around um but I did like the uh the misinformation one mm-hmm. uh, that guy as well. So yeah. good, good sessions all the way around. So awesome, thank you. But I, I know you're busy then. I know you're busy now. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us.
0: Well, thank you for being incessant.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Speaking of good You'll words, take
0: it. It's hard yep. to hide from Andy Johns. So there you go
1: the long arm fun. of the podcast. will uh, we'll find you. Yes. She is Brenda Dunn. She is director of communications at. NWPPA. I'm your host, Andy Johns with Pioneer, and until we talk again, keep telling your story.
0: Story Connect is produced by Pioneer Utility Resources, a communications cooperative that is built to share your story. Story Connect is engineered by Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studio,